Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Your host again, Caleb. I'm here. Hanging out with you guys. Hey, we're going to chat some news. We got some coaching hires we want to discuss. Then we're just going to jump into our preview for this weekend and what my expectations are going to be. I've got some things I think you guys might be a tad bit surprised about. So I want to show uh, share that with you and maybe possibly change your expectations towards this weekend's games. So let's go ahead, <clears throat> jump right in. We got two coaching hires. Um, one, one, one makes some sense. The other one, not so much in my head, but let's just chat about it. So the bears, they did end up hiring a defensive minded coach, a Matt, uh, Uberfloss, Eberfloss, however you want to say it. I don't know. It sounds German. So I'm bad with, uh, some of that stuff. But anyways, um, a smart guy, defensive guy from the Colts. Um, you know, he really knows what he's doing as far as that side of the football goes. I think he would be able to bring in a different expectation for this defense. As I know, currently they run a three, four, it looks like he's going to bring in that four, three concept. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm not overly worried about that. I, I think where I was kind of concerned was why didn't you hire somebody that has an offensive mindset? You know, maybe, you know, with your young quarterback, be able to further him along and bring him along faster if you had a coach that understands the offensive side of football rather than the defensive side. So I'm not <clears throat> not saying that, you know, maybe, you know, Bill Glazer can't figure something out, but like this offense has just been garbage for years now. And here we go. You know, they brought in Ryan Poles to be the GM. And he hires a defensive minded coach, which is in my opinion, kind of stupid because their defense hasn't really been the problem. Like their defense is all right. Like they've got solid pieces on defense. You know, they really need to figure out the offensive side of the football and get it scored away. So I'm just a little surprised that, you know, they didn't bring in some, you know, there was some offensive minded guys out there. So I don't understand why it didn't take place. I mean, Byron Leftwich was out there. Nathaniel Hackett was out there. Um, Eric Bieniemy was out there. You know, I mean, the list kind of keeps going on and on and on. Uh, there, there would have been guys that I would have preferred to see out there. I mean, you know, so what, whatever. But also bridging in then at that point is Nathaniel Hackett was hired by, uh, hired by the Broncos to be their next head coach. And I like it. I mean, again, like he's going to be able to hopefully figure out this quarterback situation. I think it was very smart on behalf of the Broncos to bring him in for two reasons. One, I think he's going to do a really good job. He's going to really fix the offensive problems that they've been having in recent years, which has just been, again, basically deflated. But sneaky play, will Aaron Rodgers go with him? And I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking and I'm just like, look, you know, he kind of made it intriguing last year that there might be a play with Aaron Rodgers. Like they were, you know, the Broncos were calling, trying to figure it out. He didn't seem opposed to it. 
now he's had this relationship with Nathaniel ha- uh, Nathaniel Hackett for three years, and it's you know he's come and said that it's only gro- gotten better and grown stronger in each year. Now he's the head coach for the Broncos. We all know that you know the Packers ended up getting just you know outplayed by San Francisco in this playoffs. It sounds to me that Aaron Rodgers needs to move on and get out of Green Bay. I mean. Nathaniel Hackett, if if done right, guys, could not only swing to have Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback the next couple seasons, but Devontae Adams is also a free agent. So, as of right now, I mean, we're, we're, we still have a lot of offseason we're going to have to go through. I mean, we're still finishing up this season, to be honest. But he's going to be a free agent. So... I mean, he could he could almost arguably take the two the two top talented offensive pieces from the Packers and literally bring them down to Denver and just say let's have some fun, you know. I mean, everybody when Tom Brady left New England and went down to Tampa and they saw what they did last year and even into this year, you know, Tom Brady was having fun, and I think you know quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson have seen that and are now wanting that same type mentality. They want to have fun, so. All I'm saying, don't be surprised if that happens because I think it would be very, very interesting. And then now you're looking at, you've got Jerry Judy, you've got Cortland Sutton, you've got <laughs> Devontae Adams, you have a very good up-and-coming running back in Javonta Williams, you have a top-end tight end in Noah Fant. Like, that, and put Aaron Rodgers there. Most talent he's had ever. <laughs> So you, you're literally taking the Tom Brady mentality and Aaron Rodgers just slid right in if they bring in Aaron Rodgers into Denver and somehow can sneak away and get Devontae Adams. I mean, keep in mind, guys, we, you know, cap space and all this kind of stuff, you know, you, you want to go do math. I'm not doing math. If you want to go look at it, you can. But the projected cap space for them, they should have the 10th most so there is some room to kind of play in free agency this year. Their defense kind of, you know, and in my opinion, kept them in a lot of games. So their defense could be ready to go, maybe snag a couple pieces, something in that secondary, and maybe get another pass rusher, and, you know. But if they can find their quarterback and figure that out, get rid of Teddy, who gives a junk about Drew Locke, whatever, just, to, you know, move him on, get him out, maybe even save some more cap space there, and bring in Rodgers somehow get Devontae Adams down there, and I think this team is ready to roll. Let me know your thoughts on both of these guys. Um, I think it's, again, the Denver one has been very intriguing now to me. I'm not as super excited about the Bears as I was really hoping, even though I'm a big Justin Fields fan. Um, I, you know, I was hoping for just something a little bit different, but we'll kind of have to wait and see. Um, real quick, make sure you check out Generate Health at www.generatehealthstl.org. It's an amazing organization here in St. Louis that is trying to um, bring in racial equity for black mothers and babies um, to basically, at the end of the day, just be healthier, to be able to have a beautiful life and relationship between mother and and, and baby. I'm trying to be able to effectively provide education, um, not only to just the community, but, you know, healthcare organizations um, to be able to understand um, that, that at times there can be some issues and we want, we want to be able to kind of um, shrink that gap down uh, that uh, has been plugging our community here in St. Louis for so long. So if you'd like to donate, you can go to generate health 
at stl.org and you can make a donation. Also, please make sure you check out Great Wave Recording as well if you're interested in recording some music or um, some sort of soundtrack or solo, whatever. You can uh, give Josh Dittner a call through Facebook. Um, just You can find him on Facebook or some social media. Let him know that Caleb from the Fantasy Monsters podcast sent you, and he'll take care of you guys. But let's go ahead and jump into our weekend matchups. We came to fight. All right, guys, we got some fighting going on this weekend to be able to see who is going to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, th- this is going to be an absolute fun weekend. I love both of these matchups. And some of the stats I'm going to throw out to you might be surprising. And it's because it's helped me kind of figure out maybe I shouldn't lean one way or the other. Uh you know, I kind of went in thinking that, okay, this is going to be like a Rams chief type mentality, but I was reading through a bunch of stuff and now I don't know. I, I think it's going to be completely up in the air on both sides now. So let's start with this. Uh, let's start with the first game. So we got the chiefs Bengals. Uh, so earlier this year, I think it was week six. Again, two different teams, you know, early in the year, the chiefs are definitely having their struggles um, defensively and, just really wasn't connecting much on the offensive side of the football, but the Bengals did surprisingly have a pretty solid game that day. You know, they ended up having to kick a game winning field goal, uh, you know, basically to, you know, win that game. But Joe Burrow surprised, like, look at this guy. He had four touchdowns and almost 500 yards. He had like four forty six in that game. But one of the biggest things that I want to talk about is the fact that if you look at the Chiefs' side of the football, the Bengals defense kept their top people in check. Uh, Tyreek Hill had six receptions, okay, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But he had only 40 yards on the game. That's it. Travis Kelsey, five receptions. All right, not bad. 25 yards on the game. That's it. I mean, Darrell Williams had a decent game, 14 attempts and 88 yards. Derek Gore, three for 37, not bad. I mean, Patrick Mahomes... He had two touchdowns, but he only threw for 256. Final was 34-31. I just find that very intriguing to me that, you know, the Bengals defense was able to hold these two main people. I mean, if you take away Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, yes, they got McCole Hardman, you know, and they got some other pieces, but... I mean, it's, it's a recipe for success. If you're able to take them out of a game though, let's just say that, you know, I looked at the all time record between the two, the Bengals actually win this 16 to 14, you know, now in recent years, it thinks have maybe changed. They've never met in the playoffs, but then I'm going to throw this statistic out here for you. Okay. You ready? Each time the Bengals has made the AFC championship game, they have gone to the Super Bowl. Now they didn't win them but they still went there. And so I'm just saying, (laughs) I find that very intriguing, you know, to sit there and think that every time that they have gone to the AFC championship, they've gone to the Super Bowl. Now in my head, I still don't think that would be enough to be able to take over and win this game from the chiefs. I mean, I saw what the chiefs did with Buffalo, just back and forth, back and forth. Last man standing is going to get the football is going to win the game type mentality. But Tyron Matthew also might not be playing in this game due to a concussion. 
And Joe Burrow's been looking really good in these playoffs. Like he's a vet. Like he's not looking terrible at all. It's like he's been here before and he hasn't. He's looking very comfortable. Jamar Chase is stepping up, playing very, very good football as we knew he would. Even CJ Uzama is having a great time. And Joe Mixon's looking excellent as always. Now, if they can cut down on some of these sacks and be able to get a little bit more points on the board, because I do think the Chiefs can still put up 30 points, which means you're going to have to win 34 to 31 or 34 to 30 or 32 to 31, whatever. You're going to have to try and score more than 30 points to win this game. But I'm not, I'm not going to sit there. Like, I'm not putting money on this game. I just think it's interesting. I think it's too intriguing for me to put money on. If I did, I would lean towards the Chiefs but I'm not going to put a massive wager down because I don't think it's going to be clear cut. Now to an even more interesting game is going to be that Rams 49ers. I mean, this is also not only a conference game, it's a division game as well. You know, the Rams and the 49ers, their all time record against each other is 75, 63 and three, sorry, 67 and three. And it goes to the 49ers. And here's what's even crazier. They've played once in the postseason. It was back in 1990. 49ers killed the Rams 30 to three. Okay. Again, I came into this thinking, I'm like, okay, look, guys, I understand what happened in week 17 or week 18. I get it. But it's the Rams and they've looked so good. And this is, you know, in the playoffs, I mean, they beat, you know, the defending champions, you know, I, we, they they got to have this on lock. OBJ's looking like OBJ again. Matthew Stafford's looking incredible. This defense is is making plays. They've got this. And then I read this stat. In the last six meetings, the Rams are 0-6 against the San Francisco 49ers. They haven't beat the 49ers since December of 2018. That's three years worth of games, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, that's not good. And on top of that, San Francisco, you got to go all the way back until week six of 2019 was the last time the Rams did not give up 100 yards rushing against the 49ers. We know that the 49ers are a rushing team, but we also know that the Rams struggle against the run. We do. Now they've done all right so far in the postseason, but they still struggle some at times against the run. Um, obviously, they didn't have Von Miller at this time. I think Von Miller has been a great addition, but they did have Von Miller in week 18, and they still didn't win. And they gave up 135 yards on the ground. Not only that, they gave up 300 yards in the air. The other thing that I find very interesting, the Rams and those last uh, five games. One, two, three, four. Yep. We got to go back to December of 2019. It was the last time that the Rams had a 300 yard passer against the 49ers. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, something weird kind of seems to happen when they play the 49ers. So you know, in the last 10 overall games, the Rams are three and seven. Like, it's just, it's not pretty. It's not good. We know that the 49ers came back and beat them. I mean, they basically blew that whole entire game. Now, I'm sure that's going to be in the back of their minds, but I'm just saying that Kyle Shanahan and his team and his coaches play the Rams extremely well. And I do not think this is going to be some random blowout game. 
I don't. I think this is going to come right down to the wire once again. And I think at the end of the day, it's whoever's going to have the ball last. Like, and it could still see. I mean, look at what Tom Brady did with against the Rams too. The Rams were killing that game. Tom Brady came back and made it very close, almost won. I don't think that's not going to happen again. I mean, if they want to jump out to a huge lead, that's fine. But we have seen the Rams blow leads all year. That's it. And if you let a team like San Francisco be able to run the football effectively, manage that clock, they're going to be able to, in the end of the game, beat you. Done deal. All right, guys. As always, you can find us on our social media pages. You can follow us at the Fantasy Monsters or the Fantasy Monsters podcast. Let me know your guys' thoughts for this weekend. I am still going to root for the Rams and the and the Chiefs to try and win this game. I think it would be very fun and, and intriguing to see the Rams basically two years in a row have the home team also at home. <laughs> I just think that would be really cool. So, um, but again, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if San Francisco or Cincinnati end up winning this game and we see San Francisco play Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. I will not be shocked at all. Um, but again, let me know your guys' thoughts. Who who you got going to the Super Bowl this year? You can, again, you can find us on all of our social media pages. Make sure you check out thefantasymonsters.com where you can find our merch. You can see our sponsorships and partnerships that we've got with uh, Generate Health and Great Wave Recording. And then you can also... Um, you know, buy some merch if you would like to have uh, some cool t-shirts and hoodies. But thanks again, guys, as always, for taking the time to come hang out with me today. Uh, We'll catch you next week, and we're going to be talking some Pro Bowl. We're going to be talking the Super Bowl matchups. We're going to be hanging out and just having a good time. So I will catch you next week. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not here on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts Oh, these chains can keep me down yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark